Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey guys, Jacob here with another episode of the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Today I'm joined by Terry, and uh, we are actually going to be picking up on the second part of the episode we recorded. Um, the last one you guys saw was the um, the episode about how it's sometimes hard to socialize as an entrepreneur in college. Um, just that can be a struggle for a lot of people, myself and Terry included. And so we kind of talked about that and had a pretty good episode. And towards the end of that episode, we ended up kind of diving into some deeper philosophical uh, questions, the kind of the, 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 the I guess, secret to happiness in life, secret to fulfillment, all of that stuff. And so um, we decided to split the episode into two separate parts. So you guys are about to listen to the second part. Um, You're going to kind of jump into the middle of our conversation here, but we think we cut it at a pretty good point. So you should have um, some context for what's going on. Um, But without further ado, let's just get into it uh, and uh, jump back in. What you've just told me before this call you're talking about a potential paradox of kind of the entrepreneur's life in a sense of where they are sort of forced to kind of hide away to do their work that they have to do, but there's kind of some negative consequences to doing so. Do you kind of want to explain what you were just telling me? It's still like, a, I guess a disclaimer to this beforehand is still like, I basically thought of this a day. I like, it was like a shower thought. Um, but I was in the shower when I thought of it. So it was like just this regular thought, but you know, uh, and it was getting besides the point. It was just a random thought I had. And I was just thinking to myself, like, um, is there some kind of like paradoxical nature to an entrepreneur's close relationships and their work life in some sense? Because it seemed like to me, I, I can identify people like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and maybe even Warren Buffett and a few other people who have, who are like incredibly talented and extremely hardworking um, and obviously have incredibly successful careers and are arguably some of the richest people on earth and most successful, but they also have suffered in their personal lives uh, where they've, some of them have had multiple divorces or they have issues with family members or they had a falling out with some former colleague that was really close to them. It seems like there's those stories that kind of all littered throughout like the uber successful business people. And it just, you know, got me thinking, I guess the important caveat I'm going to add right here is that I'm not saying that uh, like the, the more an entrepreneur isolates themselves from people as a whole, the more successful they'll be. And that's like the common theme I'm seeing in Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and all those type of people, because it's not, because there's a huge networking aspect in being around the right people at the right time and um, meeting the right people and just, there, there's a huge people component um communication and networking is vital to an entrepreneur's success um but that's more like work focused that's more like building relationship and building rapport to put a really big deal through or to kind of build a kind of business relationship that you fall back on five years down the road when you need to favor or something like it's just there's it's a different kind of socializing sense it's like business uh it, it has a work purpose to it in a sense the socializing aspect I was thinking of more was like their personal lives. So like the relationships they're interacting with or in 
that don't have anything to do with their work that they're just in it for the sake of being in it. Like a friend, some family members, their spouse, their kids, um, relationships like that. And it seemed like to me, just kind of thinking back on it in a very basic way, that there's oftentimes an entrepreneur has to make a decision. He's confronted, confronted with a fork in the road where either he can take, say, a night that's coming up um, to you know, lock himself away in his office and spend another six hours on this project he's working on um, that will ultimately factor into him successful closing, successfully closing a deal that makes him another $10,000 two weeks from then or some other kind of you know scenario like that. But it might be at the expense of hanging out with some friends, um, going out to eat, or you know, taking his his. I'm using his as in a general way, but like taking out their spouse on a on a date night or something like that, right? Like there's there's all kinds of scenarios I can think of of an entrepreneur has the choice to choose work or his business or his career in some sense, and it will pay off because they're hard workers and they've got talent. But at what cost? And then on the same hand, or I guess on the other hand, um, if they choose their personal relationships like family, it might not end up doing that work and they'll feel more fulfilled, but maybe it's at the cost of an extra business deal that month. Um, And someone might argue like that's absolutely worth it. And I would genuinely agree that it's worth it to pursue, you know, fulfillment and the things that quote unquote really matter in life over more money because on our deathbeds, we don't want more money. We, you know, just wish we had pursued those things we we hadn't and had better relationships et cetera et cetera, et cetera all those you know quote unquote cliche things um and that was just kind of like the it's, it's a little out of the place but that was kind of like the, the thought process i was having earlier um, because i can definitely personally identify many nights when i've had to choose am i going to tell these people no i'm not going to hang out with them tonight and i'm going to work my own thing my own businesses or my own little projects or am I going to sacrifice those things, sacrifice the extra progress and spend some time with people? Um, and so that's just that question came up while I was pondering the I, pondering the socializing in college question. All right. It's a balance, right? Like, unfortunately, it seems like everything in life is a balance there. You know, too much of too much of a good thing is a bad thing, um, as they as they say. And. I had a couple, well, I had several thoughts that I wrote down while you were kind of saying all of that, but I also had this epiphany that it, it was almost like this idea of, I don't know if you can reach those super high levels of success. We're talking like Elon Musk right. and Jeff Bezos with a regular balanced life. I, mean, um, I would honestly pretty much agree. And that's kind of the question at the core of this like quote unquote paradox I'm thinking of is like, is the Uber success, like the the top of the Forbes list type of success, does that require some level of the sacrifice of personal relationships and connections with the, the people around you, like the friends and the family? And is it worth it? You know, mm. that's kind of the question I was coming to. And, and most certainly requires sacrifice. Um, now the question is, is it worth it? Right? Mm. Like that's, that's the question. I mean, you could look at, you said it yourself, like, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, have, they've had divorces. Um, you could look at like them, like their physique and are they the most like fit looking guys ever? No. Not really. No. Um, 
do they seem like the most social friendly guys ever? No. Do they seem like they have that many friends? No. Um, I mean, they, they certainly have lots of business, like, yeah, business quote unquote friends that are like business related. But like, then again, that's not really to the point of like, how many like real friends do they have? You know, like how many friends are they inviting over for dinner on like a Sunday right. night? Like not business related, you know, like just right. to hang out with friends, like maybe to watch football with on a Sunday, like how many of those types of friends do they have? And I would venture to say very little. And I guess Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, if you're listening to this and uh, you're just <laughs> getting called out right now, one, we want you on the podcast. Um, but two, we take it all back. No, I'm just kidding. But there's, there's obviously, there's some level of truth in this. We have no idea because we have never met these two um, or we've never even come close to meeting these two. However, we, we could just kind of like guess based on like what we know about life, really. Um, another thing that kind of came to mind is... I mean, it goes along with the balance idea, but in life, you only have a limited amount of certain things, um, a limited amount of time, a limited amount of um, energy, a limited amount. Well, I mean, that replenishes, but like over the course of your life, a limited amount of energy, a limited amount of just resources in general, and then a limited amount of things that you can prioritize. Um, and so it's like, if you want to be super successful in one thing you're going to have to put more time more resources more energy into that it sounds very obvious and it's like self-explanatory intuitive um but think of like michael jordan with what people say about like how he put in like 10,000 hours of work to reach that level or um think of like you, you could almost there's like that argument of like with your college degree should you specialize or like keep it kind of general um it's kind of the same argument it's like well, if you want to become very good at one thing and get paid a higher amount, you should specialize um, just so that you can, you know, really focus in on one thing. And I think it's kind of the same principle of what we're talking about. It's like for these guys to reach the very top of success, as far as like how we would define success, I mean, successful businesses, successful um, fame, I guess. And then just like a large amount of money, not that those things are like the right categorization or ideals of like success. Um, but that's kind of how society pictures it, at least from like the entrepreneurial perspective. Sure. Um, but there's obviously, you know, just you had to put a lot into that. And so then we come back to like, is it worth it? Um, another thought that came up was like, success always has a cost, right? That's what I've been learning more and more. It's what my, my business mentors have been talking about. I was like, success has a, has a cost. What is that cost? And are you willing to pay it? Um, I think I mentioned this in the podcast episode we did the other day, Terry, um, but a lot of people see successful people and they, they say, man, I want that guy's life. And it's like, no, you don't like, you don't want um, the, the early mornings when they wake up to, to go work out. You don't want to be working until 2am when they're uh, doing whatever they're doing for their business. Uh, you don't want to be missing out on the parties on Friday night. You don't want any of that. Like, so you don't really want to pay the cost to have that success. Those guys did pay the costs in certain regards, but that got them somewhere. So we keep coming back to, is it worth it? And I think Here, that I, I want to know, like, what is your opinion? Is it worth it? I think it's extremely subjective and down to like, it comes down to one's values, um, mm -hmm. personal values my general answer personally would be that what I'm identifying is that there's need to be some kind of ground rules 
that I have that I'll have to lay uh, probably starting now for myself going forward that when I have a, you know, a family and all these other personal relationships, there has to be some kind of like quote unquote operating rules by which I know how to make these decisions that will come up um, that align by my values. So the short, like the, to, to get to the point of what you're asking, it's pretty obvious to me that pursuing things purely, pursuing purely material things or for purely financial gain isn't fulfilling in the long term. Um, and that isn't ultimately fulfilling. Like there's tons of movies and books and stories and just media in general and quote unquote testimonies about that out there. And so that's, that's a pretty obvious um, conclusion or realization, I guess. However, it doesn't quite justify one to say, well, I'm just going to be a pauper my whole life and, you know, you're like pour yourself into just people because then you'll be like struggling your whole life, you know, to make ends meet and to put food in the table and all those things. So the argu- arguably some kind of financial and material success and proper wealth management that you need to live a fulfilling life. It's again, a balance. Um, personally, I think what it ultimately comes down to is I'm personally pretty driven in nature to where I like to achieve big things, um, and have big, big dreams. Um, like, you know, talking about becoming a billionaire, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And while it might seem like super unrealistic to most people, I'm just like, well, there's a lot of people who've become billionaires. Who's to say I can't. Right. And I think it's possible to become a billionaire without sacrificing personal relationships, um, specifically with spouses and my spouse and I don't have a spouse, just to be clear. <laughs> I'm talking future spouse. <laughs> um, and, you know, with her future kids and per- like current family relationships and current friendships. I think it's possible to achieve those type of big dreams without sacrificing those relationships. Um, but it's going to take proper boundaries and aligning by one's values properly. And so I think I just need, my conclusion basically is I need to get really clear on what those are. Um, what my quote unquote operating agreements is and stick like abide by them because I don't believe I would forgive myself if, even if I was running the world's most, the world's largest, most popular, most financially flourishing company. If my future wife left me or if I left my kids estranged, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't find that acceptable. So I would guess, I guess I would just categorize it as success up until that point, maybe at least a little bit before. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but I guess the, the important thing for me is to give me have that conversation, which with whichever person I'm dating in the future is to just, you know, make them fully aware. These are the kind of goals I have in mind. This is the kind of life I'm, you know, driven to pursue and to try to achieve. Um, but it's not going to be at the expense of you, Right. And there needs to be some ground rules in place. And as long as there's communication and clarity up front about that, um, just finding the person who's going to be on board with that, the, someone who would complement that kind of personality. Because there's, there's, there's plenty of really uber successful people who haven't sacrificed their personal relationships. And I would argue if you do it properly, you would be even more successful in your quote unquote career in the long, in the long run, in the long term, if you take care of those relationships properly. Because you'll have the peace of mind 
and the energy and the drive and the fulfillment to do even bigger and better things. Yeah. That's my current very naive, I would probably say, perspective on it as a 18 year old who has a lot more life to live yeah. and experience again. We almost just came up with a self-help exercise on the fly. Um, <laughs> we're like questioning our, our life values and motives and goals. And I'm over here thinking like rethinking everything basically. And um, for the longest time, I, I kind of had this picture. I mean, up until today, I had this picture of like me being one of those uber successful people. I mean, we're talking like, like the Elon Musk's, the, the Jeff Bezos, yeah. Yeah. you know, like that type of person. Can I just interject here? Yeah. Also, the one thing I just want to say is like back to the socializing question I had earlier. This is the kind of thing that I'm talking about that I like, I just miss in person at college. It's like, I can't have this conversation with anyone I know at the moment on campus with all seriousness, like with an actual serious tone without them probably thinking I'm insane. Um, like if you talk to someone like, yeah, I'm going to become basically like the next Elon Musk, like no big deal. It's just, you know, that's how it's going to be. They're just gonna be like, you're either being like really egotistical or you're just not thinking straight. Like that's impossible. Mm -hmm. um, but like, you know, Jacob gets it. Like, yeah, totally. It's dual. Anyways, continue. Yeah. No, you gotta have the, those people out there with the same goals. Um, but those are definitely hard to find. So I definitely know what you're talking about there, but Basically, that's been my thought. It's been my dream. But I, as I was just sitting here talking with Terry today, I'm like, maybe I don't want that. And, and maybe with the other values I have in my life, maybe that'll never happen. Um, because I'm thinking about the people in my life who are the most fulfilled, the most happy, and the most successful. Um, I define success as like, setting your own personal goals and reaching those. So whatever that is, it could be, you could be successful at video games. You could be successful at socializing. You could be successful at business. Okay. You could be successful at anything you want. Um, but when I look at those, those three criteria, like who's the most happy, who's the most fulfilled and who's the most successful. Those are not the richest people I know in my life. Those are not the most successful business people I know in my life. Um, they are business people and they are wealthy. Um, but they're not like the, the highest, like they're not the richest. They're not the uh, most successful business people. Um, I can look at one very specific person who's probably one of the richest people I know um, who just like lives not a miserable life, but just not like a happy life. He's just kind of like negative um, and very like egotistical and self-absorbed and just doesn't live like how I would want to live. And then I could look at other people who live like extremely balanced lives. And those are the kind of the people I'm trying to get like mentored by and built up by. Um, but they have, you know, successful careers, businesses, they're doing well financially. Um, they, their family life is amazing. They're spending and prioritizing that time over everything else. Um, they have good uh, faith lives. They have good fitness lives. And so to me, I've, I mean, I've been raised, um, that there's kind of like five ideals that one should go after in life. And so it's faith, family, friends, fitness, and finances in that order. Okay. Now notice finances were last. Um, while it's important to have like stability to do those other things, you should never prioritize 
money over any of those other things. So that means, yeah, spend the money on the gym membership. Yeah. Spend money to go on that vacation with your friends and family. Um, yeah, you know, tithe, if that's kind of what you, um, believe in and want to do, like, that's why money is the very last on that, on that list. But I think that right there, um, you know, my dad has always called it like the five F's, like that's what leads to a fulfilling life. Um, fulfillment also starts with an F just kind of interesting (laughs) side note there, but yeah. Um, but that's kind of what I keep going back to is like, what's going to lead to the most fulfillment fulfillment is kind of like a abstract word. Um, but I think it comes from those five things I just talked about, whatever it is for you, whatever your personal values are, what's going to make you most fulfilled. I would seriously doubt that for the vast majority of people, like success as society defines it, like the Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk success, I doubt that's what's going to make you fulfilled. I think it's a lot more of that balance that we're talking about. Um, and so I would encourage you just as like Terry's reflecting today, as I'm reflecting today, think about what your personal values are, um, kind of what you're going after in life, what your goals are, um, and how you could live a balanced life to really achieve that fulfillment across all areas of your life. Couldn't say it better myself. I would absolutely agree. Yep. There was something extremely enlightening I wanted to say, but it's just gone. But no, it's like, that basically sums it up perfectly, my whole view on it. And I think, oh yeah, that's, that's what it was. Um, it's not that enlightening now that I remember it. <laughs> um, basically, going back to like, how you're pointing out, like, you know, you're not sure if you want what Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and those other uber rich people have, you know, in the same way that you did a while back. In in one way, that's like, oh, bummer, like my heroes aren't what, like, you know, aren't quite what I cracked them up to be. Um, but on the other hand, it's like really encouraging because you don't have to make the same mistakes they might have made in their personal lives or in other ways that they've compromised personal beliefs or values or boundaries. I don't know if they did. I'm just saying um, that type of, that level of success does come at a cost in, in one area or another. Um, in one way, it's almost a little bit encouraging because then you know how to, then, then you're aware that you need to draw your own boundaries and your own, become aware of those own values. And you can really reach that level of success. I guess my point is that level of fulfilling success is a lot more attainable than one might have originally thought. Um, and so you don't have to wait till the end of your life to achieve it. Um, it's something that can, you know, happen. One could say even right now, as you see your progress in all those areas to your ultimate goals for each area of life, but you don't have to like put that fulfillment off. You don't have to feel unhappy for 30 years to finally just retire in a beach one day with $10 million in the bank. Um, at the sacrifice of a personal relationship in your health, you know, that, that, that type of thing. So no, I won't talk more on it. That basically sums up my position on it pretty well. Yeah. That, um, that I think brings up like a really good point to conclude on. There is like that idea out there that you're not successful until you reach this point or until you cross X dollars or this, this, or that until you reach that goal. But as much as like a, a cliche, or as much of a cliche comment that, you know, like it's not about the, the destination, it's about the journey. It's, journey. <laughs> it, it's so true. Um, and I think what you're describing there, like 
that contentment just with life as you go through it is where you do find fulfillment. Like, like it's that contentment with the everyday life, with what you're doing, with, with how you're spending your time right now. Um, that really leaves you fulfilled at the end of the day, because, you know, would it really be worth it to have $10 million if you sacrifice like every moment of happiness for the next 10, 20, 30 years um, just to hit that. And then maybe after that, you know, you have the best time of your life, but is it worth sacrificing, you know, like I said, 20, 30 years to get to that point? Probably not. And so um, I think just having contentment with contentment, contentment, gosh, if I could talk with where you're at right now um, is a key thing. And then kind of what you're saying, like, I also feel like you're saying, you know, it's encouraging to not have that same goal to reach that level of success of Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, but it also takes the pressure off. Um, <laughs> if you think about it, like, like if me growing up is like, man, I'm going to be as successful as those guys. It's like, that's a lot of pressure um, to reach that level of success. Whereas if you're like, I don't actually want that level of success. I just want to have, you know, you know, a spouse and a family and financial stability and good friends and good fitness and just all of that. Like that's, what's going to lead to fulfilling life. That is a hundred percent doable and just like attainable for everyone, whether you are business minded or not. And so I think, you know, it's encouraging. It takes the pressure off. It's just a good, I guess, reminder for us all that this is something that we could all go after um, and, and really a life that we could start living today, just going forward with kind of a new knowledge of what we're, what we're here for um, and being happy as we go along. So Terry, any final thoughts before I wrap us up? One small thing. It's a story I believe I heard from Tony Robbins on basically gratitude and where one how one evaluates and judges one's happiness on, a, on like a regular day-to-day basis. Um, he basically said he was at a seminar and there was a super successful business person sitting in one of the front rows that I, he knew in some former, in some way prior to the conference. And he basically asked him like, you, sir, are you happy? And he said, no. Um, and this was a guy, I, I don't know, I, I'm going to be basically paraphrasing the story, so I don't know uh, the whole, how it went in exact, in exact sequence. But he, basically, the guy was making millions of dollars either a month or per year. I don't know the exact specifics. He had a great family, um, you know, a great wife, you know, several kids. Um, he had like a private jet and a bunch of other like things that a very, very small percentage of people ever get to achieve. And yet he still wasn't happy. And he asked him why. And he was like, well, basically, oh yeah, here's what he asked him. He asked him, so what does it, what will it take for you to be happy? And he was like, basically my revenue needs to increase by 10%. Um, he made a list off a few other business metrics that needed to also increase. He's like, my you know, relationship with my you know, family needs to increase even more. And then I need to spend even more time with them. He was like, listing off all these like goals and some were, some were material, some weren't. Um, but you could basically tell he was just pinning his happiness to each next goal, to each next level of success. Mm-hmm. And that if he kept it that way, he was just going to be perpetually unhappy because he was going to keep moving that goalpost and he's going to be continually frustrated. And so Tony picked another guy in the audience was like, you, sir, are you happy? And the guy just stood up and said like, you know, something to the effect of absolutely. And Tony was like, so 
what makes you happy? Like, what is the deciding factor? What is your standard for happiness basically? And the guy basically said, if my eyes pop open in the morning and I can put my feet on the ground and stand up, that's a good day. Um, it, that's my level of like, if, if that happens and I just get a good start to the day, if it's a new day, I'm happy. Right. Like that was his standard for success. It was, and it wasn't that like, that should be the standard of success, the standard of happiness or success for everyone. It was just an example of how you can be in two drastically different life positions um, and, and arguably have a lot of material success and other things, but still be very unhappy. And a lot of that just has to do with where, with how you're deciding if you're happy um, or fulfilled or successful. And I guess the, the little punchline, I guess, to that whole story is that the second guy, his standard and level of fulfillment um, was instantaneous, one could say, or like it was extremely achievable. Like that, this, the first guy, the business person could arguably have that same gratitude on a regular basis by tomorrow or the, even that day just by becoming aware of that and reevaluating himself. So I guess that's the, the main point there. That was kind of like the story that made it all click for me. It's like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah, it's a good story. Um, Tony said it went better though. Like he's no, he's an amazing storyteller. But that was that was just I don't know if I ever find that maybe I'll write an article on it and share the actual video. But. Yeah, no, I mean you think the point comes across, you know, whether how you explain it was completely like how Tony did or not. But I'm just sitting here laughing now, where we started this episode talking about struggling to socialize in college as an entrepreneur. Um, and now we're talking about the the key to happiness in life. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just cool how it all relates together and how we came to this point. So we're going to wrap this one up here. Um, definitely a longer episode, but it was so, so good. Definitely one of my favorites we've ever done. Uh, I don't know if Terry would say the same or not. Okay. Um, so hope you guys enjoyed it as well. I'm going to do this. We don't normally ask for this, but I think today this would be a good episode for you to share with someone else. Um, I think there's a lot of people out here who need to hear this. Maybe not so much for the stuff we said at the start about like socializing in college as an entrepreneur, but for what we said at the end here, it's just about like happiness and fulfillment. I think a lot of people kind of have the wrong perspective on that. And so I think I'm sure you guys can think of someone who maybe needs to hear this, needs to hear, I guess, a, a way to kind of reframe their mindset uh, and help them going forward. Cause I know it definitely helped just me and Terry on this, even in this like last hour that we've been recording this, like just talking about it has helped us sort of reframe our life goals. And so I'm, I'm sure it's kind of done the same for you guys listening. So I would encourage you to find one person to send it to. Other than that, we're going to wrap this one up here. Thank you guys for listening and we will catch you guys in the next one. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review and share this with someone who needs it. 